Mishnah Zion. One who writes his Nechasim to his children. Before I should explain, they were talking about a case of a Bari, a healthy person that writes a Shtar Matana to his children over, over his Nechasim. For example, he wants to go ahead and get married. But he's concerned that maybe his Nechasim will be Mishtabit to his wife. And then after he dies, his children will not inherit it. So therefore he went ahead and he wrote a star to his children. That his children should acquire his assets after he dies. And as long as he's alive, that he should be able to eat the fruit of these assets. So says the Mishnah, if you're doing this, you have to write this Nusach in the Shtar, from today, until after I die. Meaning, that the Guf HaKaka, the actual land, will be acquired to the children today, as a gift. And the fruit they'll receive after he dies. But if you don't write the words from today, Nimsa comes out, he did not uh, acquire to them anything. Only until he dies. But you can't give a gift after you die. Because at that moment, the one's dead. You no longer own those assets. You've no chilek on them to acquire them to your children. So you have to be certain that you write the words in this scenario. This is opinion. You don't have to write mehayim. No. And the reason is because the date which is written in the star is Mechiyach. Should be Ayusayan that from this day and onward, this gift is acquired to my children with regards to the guf of the karka. Because Sha'im Lakin, if we don't say this, why would he write the date? Elamai is writing the date to show that they are acquiring the guf of karka from today. And Lacha falls like Abyasi, you don't have to write the words Mehayom. Now, one writes his nechasim to his children after he dies, meaning he writes mehayim ulachar misa. Ah, like this is explained. Same case. He writes mehayim ulachar misa that from today you acquire the land. After I die, you get the fruit. But until then, I will eat the fruit. Says the Mishnah Ha'av Yachal Limkar. The father cannot sell as nechasim these nechasim a mechir muchatas a final sale. Because the guf of the nechasim is acquired to the children. The father is only eating the fruit of them. Therefore, he cannot sell to somebody else. And the son cannot sell these nechasim while the father is alive. Because the father is still eating the fruit. So a final sale cannot be done on this on these assets as long as the father is alive. The father sold the nechasim stam. So the fruit are sold to the buyer. Until the father dies. However, and why is that? Because the father only had access to the fruit. So the buyer receives the fruit. However, the buyer doesn't agree. You know, he wanted the whole thing. He wanted the fruit with the land. So he could retract and nullify the sale. Because since he didn't know about it, he didn't know he's only received the fruit. He didn't know what's going on. It's a And the buyer can pull back. What about Machar Haben? If the son sold in the chasm while the father was alive. The buyer gets nothing until the father dies. However, after the father dies, the buyer will acquire the nechasim. Even if the son died before the father, because the father is only eating the fruit, because he already gave the land to his children as a gift, and the kinyan of the fruit, it's not like the kinyan of the guf. And therefore, this buyer... 
after the father dies, he uh, receives everything. And not just that, even if the son died uh, before the father, he will receive everything. Ha'av tolish. A father can pluck. Ha'av shekasav nechasav lebno. In the case where the father wrote the nechasav to his son, so he can pick the fruit, of course. And he can give it to eat to anybody he wants as long as he's alive because he owns the fruit. Now what he leaves plucked when he dies, it goes to the Yarshim. Not just to the one that was receiving the gift, but it goes to the Yarshim. But that which was also attached to the ground at the time that he died, that will go to the son that's receiving this as a gift. And when do we say this? Because of Nechazel Abno, when his wife is Nechazel to his son, that we should die to Shalatam Kuva Etzabno, his das is carved to his son. Of a cause of Nechazel Laach, if you're writing your Nechazel to somebody else, to John Doe, I feel Mashinech Mechubachar, even that which you leave attached to the ground at the time of death, Harihu Shal Yoshim, that will go to the Yoshim. Hiniach Banim Gedel Muktanim. Say he left over children that were adults and that were minors. The case here is, he did not, he did not write his nechassim to any of his children. El he died, and he just left a Yerusha for his sons. Sheesh b'neim gedolim. Some of the sons are, are gedolim. Some of them are katanim. Some of them are adults. Some of them are minors. The expenses of the gedolim, al mabushim, on their clothing, is more than the katanim's clothing. Whereas the expenses of the food for the katanim are going to be more than the food for the gedolim. Because they eat much more. And they also throw out some of their food, the mabaz of the food, the little kit. So, the G'daylim cannot be mispines with regards to their clothing, and the cheshman of the Ketanim. And the Ketanim cannot receive mizonos food on the cheshman of the G'daylim. You divide everything equally. Each one sustains themselves from their chilek. Nasu HaGedaylim if the adult sons got married, Nashim, the married women, after the father died, and they took the expenses of the wedding from the Yerusha before it was divided. So then Yisro Katanim, Afa Katanim, the Katanim as well, Yitlu Hotzos, they could take expenses, Nisuim, for their marriages, Michal from the, uh, from the Yerusha. Then Amra Katanim, if the Katanim say, Hari Anonosim Kederek Shnasasam Atam, behold, we'll get married like you got married, meaning, Im Nasu HaGadon Bechayavim, if the adults, if the adult sons got married during the father's lifetime. And now the Tanam come after the father died, and they say, hey, we want to get married and take our, the expenses of the wedding from the Yerusha, just like you got married, uh, in the life of our father, and, you know, he paid for your, for your wedding. So, Ain Shemelan, there we don't listen to them. We don't give them the expense of the wedding from the Yerusha. Why? Because the Gedalim got married when the father was alive. And now the Tanam are getting married after the father's dead. They have no Taina. Whatever their father gave them during their lifetime, Nasan he gave. And now the, the new expenses of the wedding, the Einzebechal Yerusha will not be included in the category of the Yerusha. And Mishnechas, Hiniach Banos Gedolos Uktanos. He left over uh, um, daughters that are adults and minors. So he didn't leave over any sons. Shirinzu Habanos Yerushos, the daughters are taking the whole the full inheritance. So so too by the daughters, Ein Hagedolos Misparensos. The adult daughters cannot take, take uh, Yerusha for their, for their clothing on the expense of the Katanos on their cheshben. Nor the, can the Banos Katanos take uh, the Yerusha to sustain themselves for food on the cheshben of the Gedolos. And the Cholkos Bishav, again, they divide everything equally and they sustain themselves from the equal portion. Nasu HaGedolos If the uh, Gedolos 
got married and they took the expenses of their wedding from the Yerusha before it was divided. The Ketanos as well can Yitlu Afhandi also take their expenses for their wedding from the Yerusha. Vim Amra Ketanos of the Ketanos say to the Gedolos, Hari Ananosos, because we want to get married and take our Chilik from and, and take the, the, the expenses of the wedding from the Yerusha, just like when you got married, but you got married during the life of our father. We're getting married after our father died. Granted, when you got married, our, your, our father paid for your wedding. Now that he's not around, we want to take the expenses for our wedding from the Yerusha. Again, in Shemlan, we don't listen to them. The same thing like we learned in, with regards to the previous Mishnah, with regards to sons. So this is an exact repeat. What's the difference? The following is more strict by the daughters than by the sons. In the Yerusha of the daughters, it's not applicable by the Yerusha of the sons. And how's that? That if see their sons, and the Banim take their Yerusha, and there's also daughters, they have their sisters, the sisters can come now and be supported from the Nechassim of the Yerusha. Granted, they're not receiving a Yerusha like the sons did, but they get supported from the Nechassim of the Yerusha. Alpitzadai Ksuba is incorporated in the Ksuba until they become adults or until they get married. Ve'ain Nizonis Alabanos. However, if only daughters were left and there were no sons and they're inheriting the Yerusha, they don't support themselves from the Yerusha. Rather, they just divide it equally. And then each one supports herself from her own Chelak. All right, with that, we conclude Mishnachas as well as Parakas.